1: Welcome back, gamers, to Budget Arcade, the number one free-to-play video game podcast in the world. Scott would be so proud of me for getting that correct. Uh, my name is Mark, and if you're listening, it's an off week. And uh, I am solo again, however, I'm I've grown quite fond of the the solo podcast that that I've been doing, and as each week, I'm sorry, each other week goes by, I tend to get more comfortable in talking to myself. Essentially, so in these off weeks, we like to talk video games. We like to talk, you know, uh, what we're playing, what's coming out, what's new in video games. Uh, we had just the other week, we had an uh, an interview. Uh, about cryptocurrency and video games. And so uh, if, if you missed that, go back uh, what is it, a couple episodes and give that a listen. It's really good information. Scott did a great job interviewing uh, interviewing that dude. So this week I wanted to do something a little different. And I'm going to be reviewing the A PlayStation 5 exclusive... Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Doctor Nefarious just crowned himself
0: emperor <laughs> of this dimension. We've got to get him and us out of here, but without the Dimensionator, I think we have to build a new one. <laughs> the boundaries between the universes are coming undone. The
1: oh, you hold, you hold. Our time has finally come.
0: Wow! Oh, Another Lombax. Wait, I have to find my friend. Where are you, Clank? You okay, Boltz?
1: You came after me. Uh, the video game uh, that, uh, to my mind, is the it's the it's the prettiest, uh, the most immersive gameplay experience that I've had. I don't know if I want to say ever, but in quite some time, it's definitely the the most gorgeous game I've ever played. Um, so it is a uh, it's a third third person um, shooter slash platformer uh, developed by Insomniac Games, who you may know from all the the other Ratchet and Clank titles, as well as uh, Spider Man. Uh, some Spyro, some Spyro games, uh, Resistance. Um, they they're a they're an in-house Sony developer now, uh, since Sony purchased them uh, a little while back, um, and they have gone all out with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Just just great. I mean, I could probably talk an hour about how I felt playing this game, and and I, I will touch on that a little bit, but the the fact that this game wasn't a launch title is a bit baffling to me is because this is firmly game of the year 2021 for me right now um, and I've played I've played a decent amount of 2021 releases and so you know, um, and, I, and I know Sony probably didn't want it to be launch titles because it was probably still getting cleaned up in, in post, and and they may have been adding some some things you know that they were getting feedback about. But um, you know the game plays like a lot of other Ratchet and Clank titles. Um, it has you know strafing, and then the gun, the you know the gunplay. Uh, you collect bolts, um, you know there's there's weapon and health upgrades, and then uh, you know your collection of raritanium, which is what you use in game to upgrade your uh, your weapons and, and other types of uh, of gadgets in game. Um, here your main characters are still ratchet, uh, Clank. But then you also have um, a female Lombax character, and Lombax is what Ratchet is, um, and uh, Rivet is his altered, uh, another dimension alter ego. But she's a female female Lombax, um, and so the game um, traverses all of. There, uh, the interactions between, uh, both Ratchet and Rivet, and it, it's, it, it's almost like two games in one, is because you play as Ratchet, uh, with, you know, your sidekick, um, Clank, and then you play as, <clears> then <throat> you play as Rift, and, uh, Rift also has a, um, what was her name? Anyways, so um you play as as both both of these characters and really you play as all the characters um ratchet Clank rivet and the there's a new female uh a female robot sidekick I forget forget her name for the life of me but the game allows you to play all of these roles across a 20 hour story and the the while the story is 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 heartfelt and sprawling, and it you know it introduces a lot of different worlds and 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 races of aliens and, and just different characters and and some of them are memorable some of them are just like haha that's funny let's move on, but um you know and it also has you know it's the villain uh, Doctor Nefarious who uh, ends up causing this rift in in the dimensions and uh, gets introduced to Emperor Nefarious. And your main goal in the game is to defeat Emperor Nefarious across uh, all these different dimensions. And so you have all of this. Um, So uh, just run down the plot real quick. Um, you know, Ratchet and Clank are fighting Dr. Nefarious, uh, they're, they're being recognized for this, uh, for their, you know, universal accomplishments, and Dr. Nefarious comes in, uh, starts attacking them, and attacks this, this, uh, this hero's parade that this, uh, this planet is throwing them, and, um, he's attempting to steal the Dimensionator. Um. You know the the device that allows Ratchet and Clank to travel between dimensions. And so, long story short, Ratchet ends up accidentally shooting uh, the Dimensionator, which causes uh, multi-dimensional rifts to be opened. Um, and you know these rifts end up sucking Ratchet, Clank, and and Nefarious to um, an alternate universe. Uh, and then the dimensionator uh, explodes essentially and um, it ends up causing a bunch of a bunch of problems across multiple dimensions and uh, ratchet and Clank end up separated from each other. Nefarious ends up, um, you know, essentially in a palace, where uh, people start calling him Emperor, and he's like, what? I'm not the Emperor. Um, And then he's introduced to Emperor Nefarious. And so, um, Ratchet goes on this, you know, this discovery of, you know, where is he, and what time is he, um, you know, what dimension is he in, and um, he... He encounters the uh the, this resistance group or uh yeah the resistance group and uh who's who's been attempting to fight Emperor nefarious and this character named Phantom uh who uh, glitch that is her name damn <laughs> so so this guy Phantom who's a part of this resistance um, ends up introducing ratchet to this female robot glitch um and they uh they don't they form a bond they and and so the rest of the the game is spent where you're uh you're with uh when you play as ratchet you're with glitch and when you play with as rivet you're with clank and so it's an interesting um dynamic is because rivet is uh, a lot more inquisitive, and she's, um, I forget who she was voiced by, but uh, the voice actress, you know, gives her a lot of emotion and uh, a lot of purpose. There's a lot of purpose behind behind the, the, the voice of Rivet, and that makes it so worthwhile when you have great voice acting in anything. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's an animated movie or a, uh, a video game. You know, having great voice acting will always throw your stuff over the top. And uh, if it's a good game, great voice acting allows it to become a great game. If it's a great game, great voice acting makes it an all time great. Um, th- I mean, this game's not all time great to me. It's just not long enough. It's not. Uh, it doesn't have the different, you know. It's very, it's very linear, um, you know. It's, uh, it's also uh, pretty easy. I found, I found the gameplay while chaotic, like a lot of other Ratchet and Clank titles. Um, you know, th- there's, there's always uh, ways to, um, to win a, a gun, a gunfight. Um, you know. And that's what these games are known for. They're name, they're known for chaotic, just over the top, you know, kind of bat bat poop crazy, um, you know, levels where you're you're just you're hopping and you're 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 strafing to the side and you're jumping on a rail. And then you're switching a gun and you're firing a rocket while these UFOs are firing at you, and you got some some pirate dudes running at you with swords, and these are little robots that are spinning around. And if you jump down, they're going they're going to get you with their blades. And these rockets are coming back at you, and so you have to whip out this laser gun and shoot shoot the dudes with a laser, and then you know uh, launch a launch launch some bombs at these other dudes. It's chaotic, and Insomniac does a great job. Of containing the chaos, the chaos never feels overwhelming. There, I've I've played games before. Um, a lot of first first-person shooter titles, which this is not. Uh, this is thir- very third-person. Uh, but a lot of first-person, sh- uh, you know, wartime shooters can get very chaotic, and you know, rather than engage in, in gunfights. You you know you're just trying to you're just trying to get cover and figure it out. Cover in this game does exist. It's just not, uh, what's the word? It's not infinite. Um, you can grab cover, but it only lasts you for so long. It's because the uh, the enemy weapons of what they're shooting at you uh, will wear wear the cover out, and eventually it'll you know it'll go away. It'll explode. But uh one thing that this game does introduce as far as the gameplay goes is these riff pockets. And um, you know, on the, the, the PS5 controller, the dual sense, you you press the, the, the L1 button, and that's usually the grappling button. You know, you jump and you can grapple on something. That's you press L1 for that. Um, the these riffs and they'll be in they'll be in different places uh, in the in the immediate area, and you can only access them when you're close enough. Um, and the rift will turn like an orange color, and you can press L1, and you automatically um, grapple to that rift, and it'll it'll bring it'll put you through the rift, and essentially you've just passed through a dimension, and to the other side of that rift, which is the level that you're in uh the it's a it's a unique way to um play play the game, play different levels because you um it, it's just another it's another added feature to the chaos that that goes on with with this game and the uh the the dual sense controller um, because these gunfights can last quite a while, where you're you're constantly running out of ammo, picking up other ammo, switching guns uh, with the weapon wheel, which is uh, very fluid. By the way, the weapon wheel in this game is super fluid. Uh, you know, you hit a you hit the triangle and you select you, you know whatever weapon uh, with the with the right stick, and you you know you press triangle again. And you're right back into the gameplay, and it it's never it's never cumbersome. You never it's not like oh I got to change my gun, so I got to go to a menu, access another menu. It's very fluid. Um, but the DualSense with the the haptic feedback of the triggers, um, while the the feedback isn't heavy, it's subtle. And that wears on you after a while. It, it, you have to press harder on these triggers after the, after you know so long, and that makes the game more difficult. Is because I felt myself, um, you know, uh, flipping between uh, my my pointer finger and then my um, my middle finger, and you know, to me that, that that's that's an entertaining aspect. Is because. It allows the game to kind of gauge where you're at, or, or you to gauge where you're at in the game in, in a specific level. But these uh, these rifts and the dimensions they allow you to hop around the uh, the battle, uh, you know, the map, the small battle map. Uh, at ease, this game is so fluid. Um, going there is virtual zero, virtually zero wait times between uh, levels, between cutscenes. Uh, between, uh, dim- you know, going, passing through dimensions. That's one of the big, you know, sellers of this game is that it, it showcases everything that the PS5 is capable of. And, and if the PS5 is capable of this game now, what is the PS5 going to be capable of in three years, five years? Uh, I mean, we saw the PS4 grow exponentially in its lifetime. And, you know, we're awestruck by when the PS4 was first released. And then, you know, when the PS5 came out, how far the PS4 had come. I'm just, I'm, I'm stoked to see where Sony and their, their in house developers can take the PS5. And Insomniac has made so many strides but with the Spider Man games, uh, with this Ratchet and Clank game um you know the transitioning between scenes and the the the, the, sp- the speeds at which they do that and then the the it's at uh I forget what what the game runs at 30 frames per second so um uh, you know I, I guess I guess it's on the low end of 4k uh maybe it's on the high end I don't know uh but that's what it runs at on 4k but the the fact that, this game just so seamlessly transitions between scene to scene cut scene to to plane and it's so beautiful you can you see individual uh, hairs of fur on Rivet and Ratchet and uh, the the movements of of these characters and there's no there's no latency nothing I mean it's so it's so great and granted I haven't played anything on a a series x or s so i I can't speak to uh like a first person title on that console but man the ps5 is dope um that's you know the bottom line is that the, the ps5 is a badass piece of technology and this game just showcases it and if so if you're if you're a sony fan um, you're a PlayStation fanboy, you're a Ratchet and Clank fanboy, uh, if you're Ratchet and Clank fanboy, you've probably already played this, but, um, you know, there's no excuse why you wouldn't play this game, other than that it's, you don't have a PS5, and it's exclusive for the PS5, but, um, I'll, I'll real quick mention that, um, some, some of the things that I didn't, like but um and while this is the best ratchet and clank game i've ever played um you know the uh some of some of the the planets and the levels and the planets they they feel a bit recycled from other ratchet and clank games not not everything feels brand new and you know if you've played a lot of the ratchet and clank games you might notice that and you know while the planets may be the same, I feel like they probably could have gone the extra step and, and made the, the levels uh, vastly different in some of these planets. But, uh, you know, I found myself... I, I got all the guns uh, that you could get in the game. But... Um, it, they're not, not every gun has a... Pur- I mean, every, every gun has a purpose, but not every gun is useful. Um, like, there's one that's called the, the, the topiary, 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 uh, sprinkler. And, essentially, it's a a gun that shoots a plant that covers your enemy in a plant and, um, makes them immobile for a, a brief period. Well, you then have to transition to another gun to shoot at, um shoot at the the enemy that you made immobile, but by the time you've switched to this other gun that you're going to file like, uh, fire actual, um, damaging ammunition at the, the top area sprinkler effect is already worn off and the enemy's mobile again um, and so it's just like some, some of them aren't uh, I think some of them are more gimmicky than anything else, and that's fine uh, I just, I don't, I don't agree with just throwing things in just because they look funny or they do something that's comical, um, if they don't serve a purpose, and the game isn't overly comical, like, the game, I mean, it, it takes itself relatively serious, but, um, it does have its comedic moments, uh, particularly by, uh, Dr. Nefarious and one of these uh, I forget his name, but he looks like he looks like uh, Mister Incredible from The Incredibles, um, but they, they they provide some comic relief throughout the game. But the game isn't, uh, you know, it isn't meant to be exclusively funny, and so when you have gameplay elements that poke fun or do something that is funny, but they take up space, um, and they're never really worth the. Uh, the, I guess price of admission to using them. I just I find I have a problem with that. but these are these are nitpicks. I'm nitpicking to find something to, to talk about here. Um, you know there is a uh, an arena feature in on one of the planets uh, where you can um, go through different uh, different battles. And, uh, you know, you have to continuously progress from level 1 to level 2. And, and they send... The, the battle arena sends uh, different waves of, of enemies at you. And you have to continuously clear them. And if you get past level 5, then you get, um, you know, uh, suits. Um, you know, customizable suits that do have different effects. And then if you get all the same type of suit... Uh, You have a helmet, you have a chess piece, and you have uh, pants or boots. Um, You know, you get added bonus. So that's cool. Um, There are clank puzzles that, um, you know, that remind me of the old uh, Lemmings uh, game. I played as a kid on the PC where you have a bunch of little clanks that are running around and you have to change uh, their direction by hitting something and you have like... uh, you know, electricity that uh, zaps them and makes them electric, or you have, um, you know, a, a weightless feature that you, you use and it makes them float, um, or a speed feature, which makes them f- super fast, and you can use them in combination. Those are cool. Those were cool levels. I enjoyed those, um, but, uh, you know, that's just an added, added like, mini, mini game uh, within the main story. Um, and then, uh, I think it was Glitch that had a little spider robot that um, you encountered. Different like electrical terminals throughout the game that were shut down due to viruses, and uh, Glitch would uh, go up to the terminal, and she'd put like a little robot spider in the in the terminal, and you would then play as a little robot spider going around these levels um that look like the inside of a computer and you would be tasked with destroying all the viruses um and then unlocking you know the the terminal which then gave you um you know a bunch of uh bolts or you know some sort of reward that's another mini game so these 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 things add add to the gameplay they don't take away from it just because they're not so frequent that you're like oh another one of these um they're scattered enough to where when you encounter another one you're like oh i like the last time i did this one so let me go ahead and do it again um you know the the game ends on an emotional note uh, like I said, it's, uh, I, I find it hard to believe that it's the next Ratchet and Clank game won't feature Rivet in some way. Uh, she's, she's a, uh, a fantastic addition, um, to, you know, to the franchise. Uh, I, I could even see her getting her own franchise where it's a bit different. Uh, the gameplay elements are a little bit different. The stories are a little bit different. Um, you know her companion and Glitch, which spoiler, her and Glitch end up getting teamed up together, and so they develop a dynamic like Ratchet and Clank, but it's Rivet and Glitch. Uh, Glitch has a transformation into a a, a huge mech who kind of looks like a uh, looks like that uh, that robot. The, the Michelin Man robot from Big Hero 6 when he puts on the the armor. Um, anyways, uh, I could I could see that being being the next evolutionary step in this in these games is where you know, Rivet gets her own series and and Ratchet gets his own series. and um, you know, I think this game did a lot of world building. It did a lot of character development. We got a lot of emotional storytelling. On both uh, Ratchet and Rivet, um, and then you know, it's a Ratchet and Clank game through and through. And these games are always fantastic; they're always loads of fun to play. Um, you know, they're they're not incredibly difficult, so you can pretty much breeze through them. Um, you know, uh, I did; I think it took probably about two weeks for me to uh, to beat the game, but that's just playing. You know, an hour here, you know, forty five minutes there couple hours, you know, on a Saturday, Uh, but if you have the ability, play this game. I guarantee you it'll be at the top of your game of the year list, should you have one, Um, and so yeah, so uh, it's a PS5 exclusive. Uh, It came out on June 11th, so you should be able to get it anywhere you get games at. Uh, Good luck getting a PS5, I hear those are still hard to come by, Uh, but you know, that's uh, I, I, I would give this game uh, a a nine point five if I'm rating it out of ten, it gets a nine point five from me. I wish it's a little bit longer, uh, but I understand why it's not, and that's at no detriment to the gameplay or anything else. It's just I wish it was longer so I could continue to play the game more. Um, and it, it does it does have a uh, like a new game plus mode, where you can play on, a, on an increased difficulty with all of your your equipment that you've amassed through the game and you know attempt to to get the uh you know platinum you know platinum trophies and the various other trophies but um but yeah so that's ratchet and clank rift apart um what else i've been playing i've been playing a little bit of bio mutant it's a ps4 title oh, i think it was out on the uh, the xbox one uh but it came out I think early like back in March or April. Um, it, it's different. I wish I I had the time to dive into it uh, today. Um, but there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of good that it's trying to do. It just doesn't succeed. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to finish playing it. It's got a pretty large map. You play as you can customize your character. You play as this like rat looking thing. It's got a very Uh, Eastern Samurai type type vibe To it Um, And it's just different enough To keep you interested But I'm quickly finding that Those interesting things Are only on the surface And they don't There's nothing past it So uh, My advice Skip it Don't Don't attempt to uh, uh, Don't attempt to you know, play it thinking, oh, if I if I just stick with it for another couple hours, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more out of it. What you get is what you get, um, and while some of the things are are well done, others are not, um, and you know, I'm gonna stick with it just because I I'm, I'm like sixty percent of the way through it, but uh, but yeah, so that's Bio Mutant. Uh, I'm playing the PS4 version, but it's on PS4. Uh, Xbox one and the switch maybe it might be on the switch and I I've read that it's uh, it's coming out on the PS5 and the series X so uh, look out for that you can uh, if you want to continue to support the podcast uh, we have a patreon uh Patreon.com slash budget arcade, sure. Uh Scott'll correct that in post. But uh uh we, you can also support us on our socials. Um, you know, we have we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok. And you know, just search budget arcade it comes right up and just hit that follow, like, subscribe. We're on YouTube. You can find all of our podcasts on YouTube. And what else? Next week, we are, uh, reviewing Diarrhea Castle. Uh, don't ask. Just play along. Leave us some commentary in our Discord. That's where you can find all of us. Me, Scott, Jeff, Elliot sometimes. Um, but, you know, uh, join our community. We'd, we'd love to have you. Um, uh, you can, you will know, find that in the, uh, the link in the, in the show notes. So, uh diarrhea castle next week follow along leave us some commentary in the discord and we'll catch you next week Maginville Podcast Network.